0: RBL stands for Read It, Believe It, Live It, and our mission is to equip and inspire women to read the Bible, believe the Bible, and then go out and actually live the Bible. This is the RBL Podcast by RBL Ministries. Welcome back to the RBL Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Abby. I'm the owner of RBL Ministries and the host of this podcast, and I am so excited that you are joining us. If you have previously listened to our podcast, thank you for coming back and listening in to another episode. I am very excited for today's topic because it's honestly a hard one, but the Bible has so much to say about this topic. Um, It is a topic that I feel like most Christians will struggle with at some point in their life, uh, including myself, and it's honestly just a consistent struggle, so it's really helpful to kind of study it out. But today we are going to be talking about gossip, and like I said, the Bible has so much to say about gossip. I actually googled the definition of gossip, and one of the ways that it described gossip in the definition on Google was an unconstrained conversation, and I really liked that that way of describing it because when we think about gossip, um, we're thinking about a conversation where there are no boundaries and there are no limits as to what you say about another person. And so you may say things in that conversation that are not true. Uh, you may reveal things that that other person doesn't want revealed. Um, it, it turns into rumors and it turns into lies. And I don't know if you have ever played the game telephone. It's a popular game when you're little. But basically you sit in a circle with a small to large honestly it doesn't matter it seems like the results are always the same a small to large group of, of children and you whisper someone gives you like a statement to say and you whisper it into the next person's ear and it goes down the chain or goes around the circle and everybody just whispers it in the person next to them in their ear and by the time it gets back to you it's a completely different statement than what you started with and that is used to teach little kids how rumors spread and how gossip spreads. But it's actually a really good lesson because as we say something, you know, we may get caught up in a conversation and we just really get fired up and we start saying stuff about this person and we start kind of adding our opinion and our bias in there instead of giving just like facts or anything. And slowly our opinion and our bias that we added in, the next person shares it with someone else. And that opinion and that bias turns into a fact, so to speak. And then it turns into more. The next person adds their own opinion. And then that turns into fact when it goes to the next person. And by the time it trickles down this line, what the original truth is, is nowhere to be found in this lie of gossip and i have a very wise wise lady at my church we were having this conversation in our bible study about gossip and um she shared this idea that the bible says do not murder but the bible also says that if you hate your brother that's just as bad as murdering them and i'm going to read this verse to you let me pull it up first john 3 verse 14 says we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. And then Proverbs 18 verse 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. And so this really wise lady in my Bible study group, she was talking about this idea of gossip. And she was like, you know, the Bible says not to murder. And it also says that if you hate your brother, that's the equivalent of murdering them and how death and life are in the power of the tongue. And she was like, when we gossip about someone else, we are actually murdering that person's name. We are murdering that person's reputation. And that really stuck with me because that is what we are doing when we spread these lies and when we get involved in gossip, we are murdering that person's reputation and murdering that person's name. And it's very easy in our humanity to say, well, this person did this, this and this, and I don't really care and they deserve that. And, but that is not our place. We are not the judge. And yes, their actions may speak for themselves and other people may see their actions and may see that, but it is not our place or our responsibility to go around talking about those things. And the Bible has so much to say about this. I'm very excited to dive into this, this idea of gossip. So I want to look at, at gossip from the perspective of the, you are the one being gossiped about. So from the perspective of other people are talking about you, other people are spreading rumors about you. How do we handle that from a biblical point of view? And then we're going to look at gossip as the person gossiping, as you're the one going around spreading the rumors, you're the one gossiping, how we can overcome that, how we can um, redirect conversations that head in that direction, um, and how we can walk in uprightness and what the Bible says about gossip. And we're also going to look at the difference between um, gossip and godly counsel, because I think that's an area that we blur way too much, and we need to have some defined differences between those two things. So, I'm very excited. I want to start off just by reading this verse that I feel like is a very good verse to to kind of over over arc our entire conversation. It's Ephesians 4, verse 29. It says, "Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good for necessary edification." that it may impart grace to the hearers. Let's just go into this conversation about gossip with that biblical perspective in our mind, no corrupt word coming out of our mouth, edification, what that looks like, building other people up, encouragement, helping other people in their spiritual walk, that it imparts grace, that our words are filled with grace and truth to the people who hear them. So let's go into that conversation, our conversation with that, that perspective. So if you are the one being gossiped about, I have several different verses that I'm going to just read, and then we're going to have a conversation about them. I want to start with Proverbs verse 20, uh, or Proverbs chapter 20, I'm sorry, verse 19. It says, He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets, therefore do not associate with one who flatters with his tongue. Proverbs 16, verse 28 says, A perverse man sows strife, and a, wh- a whisperer separates the best of friends. Uh, these verses, it's very interesting because the Bible refers to someone who gossips as a talebearer um, and as people who whisper, a whisperer, a talebearer, a fool. These are all um, adjectives that are used to describe someone who is a gossip. And this talks about how a tailbearer reveals secrets and how those things can separate friendships. And so if we're, we're thinking about this from the perspective of someone being gossiped about, we need to be very careful who we allow into the most inner circle of our life. Yes, we are kind to everyone. And yes, we may have acquaintances who are tailbearers and who are gossips. But we can use discernment about who we share some of the most intimate details of our life with. And that's, that's one of the reasons that sometimes having um, discernment in the things that you say to other people is very important because you need to understand if you don't know that person very well and you don't know their, um, their attitude very well, you don't know their spiritual walk, you haven't seen how they live their life and how they speak their words, then you may not want to share something with that person that you don't want to be spread or you don't want to uh, turn into gossip. Because a lot of times the gossip will start with a part of the truth and then it it ends up with a lot of opinions and a lot of lies. So be careful who you allow into that most intimate inner circle of your life. Use discernment in who you choose to share things with. Just as these verses talk about, do not associate with these people. Ephesians 4, verse 23, it says, And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ's sake forgave you. When someone gossips about you and they spread rumors about you, it can be extremely hurtful especially if that comes from someone that you have let into your inner circle and that you have trusted enough with an intimate aspect of your life. Or it comes from someone within the church. There's a lot of church hurt that is related to gossip. And gossip can absolutely tear apart a local body of Christ because it is a tool that Satan uses. And that's one reason that when we we talk about the person, from the perspective of someone gossiping, that's a huge red flag. Um... And it can be extremely hurtful, but Christ forgives. And because he forgives, that gives us the freedom in Christ to forgive other people and to move forward. Just as this verse says, to be kind to one another and tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ's sake forgave you. That is not easy to do, but when we forgive someone, we look radically different than anyone else in this world because forgiveness is not a natural human inclination. It's something that comes from the strength we have through the forgiveness that we have in Christ, and so I would encourage you, forgive, forgive others. Um, I want to pair this this idea with Matthew chapter eighteen, verse fifteen. It says, "Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. And if he hears you, you have gained a brother." Now. There's more in that passage I would recommend reading Matthew chapter 18 because there's kind of some more detail there. But basically it's saying that if you have an issue with with a brother, someone you're close to, someone you've let into this intimate circle of your life, and they have said something or you have an issue with them, go to them alone. Or if it's between you and another person or, or you know a small group of people, it even talks about bringing a small group of godly counsel if they won't hear you and it's just you. So you go to those people that you have issues with. And you have a conversation with them about it. That's what we're supposed to do. And if they'll hear you out and you say, hey, you know, here's the issue that I have. Here's why this is an issue. Talk it through. And if they hear you out, then it talks about how you've gained back a brother. And you can reconcile that relationship. And you should go into that conversation being tenderhearted and being kind. And... um. It can really make a difference. And so sometimes that is the solution. Sometimes someone has said something and they didn't actually intentionally mean to kill your name or kill your reputation. Um, And so you need to go to them and have a conversation about that. But sometimes people just won't hear you out. And sometimes that conversation is had and it feels like it made things worse or it feels like um, there was... There was no benefit from that. Sometimes that does happen, and at that point, we have to move on and we have to forgive that person. Something that's my mom would always tell me growing up. When you know you're in, you're young, and you're in middle school and high school, and rumors and gossip are spread. I mean, it's going to happen, especially as Christians. Um, people watch the way you live your life, and if they even can find any any hint, even if you didn't do anything wrong, if they can just find something that feels like it might be wrong, then they're going to talk about it. They're going to blow it up. That, I mean, even the Bible talks about this in uh, John 15 verse 18. It says, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. And that's Jesus speaking. Like it's going to happen. People are not going to like you. People are going to look for things to talk about. People are going to spread rumors about you. And growing up, my mom would always say, you can't help what people say about you, but you can live your life in such a way that it's not true. And I absolutely still love that. That's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten that I still apply to my life now is that you cannot help what other people say about you. Yes, there is a a time to go to someone and to have a conversation and to talk about these things. Um, Yes, you need to be careful who you share things with, who you allow into that intimate inner circle. But sometimes people are just going to talk. And people are just going to find something mean to say about you. And they're going to spread it. And rumors are going to be spread. Like that is just going to happen sometimes. And you can't help that. But you can live your life in such a way that the words they are saying are obviously not true. That it is that they are making a liar out of themselves by saying those things about you because you walk in so much integrity and in so much uprightness that it's obviously not true. And a great example of this that I love to share is with the story of Daniel. Um, they were looking for dirt on Daniel. And they searched Daniel's life, if you will. Um, And I love this verse because this is what they came up with. Let me pull this up here. Daniel 6 verse 4 says, So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. So these people literally set out looking for dirt on Daniel. They were purposely observing Daniel's life and looking for dirt on him. And they came up empty because he lived his life faithfully and he walked in so much integrity that they couldn't find it. What if we lived our life that way? That yes, people are going to spread rumors. Yes, people are going to look for dirt on us. Yes, people are going to spread lies and say wrong things about us. But when the people that they're talking to stop for a second and observe the way you live your life, you walk in so much faithfulness and so much integrity and so much uprightness through the power of the Holy Spirit that they cannot find any fault in you. And the person spreading rumors about you is made out to be a liar just because you live your life uprightly. That is how we deal with it when we are the person being gossiped about. There's a time to approach them. Uh, we have to use discernment in who we pick as our friends. But we also have to just live our life in such a way that the rumors are not true. Um, so now let's kind of look at gossip from this perspective of the one gossiping. And the Bible is extremely blunt about gossip and about what it thinks about people who gossip and so I just want to share some of these verses with you I'm just going to read several and then we'll talk about them Proverbs 26:20. 20. it says where there is no wood the fire goes out and where there is no tailbearer strife ceases ceases Proverbs 11 verse 13 says a tailbearer reveals secrets but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Second Timothy two sixteen says, but shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness. Proverbs four hundred twenty three, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Uh, Proverbs twenty six verse seventeen it says He who passes by and meddles in a quarrel not his own is like one who takes a dog by the ears. Exodus 23 verse 1 says you shall not circulate a false report do not put your hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness uh, those are just a few verses that we see talking about what the Bible talks thinks about tailbearers and how how what it does when you do that how it can divide people how um, it's like taking a dog by the ears <laughs> that would not be a good idea Um and there's so many more verses in the Bible, so many more. Like that is just a fraction of the amount of verses that talk about being a tailbearer or being a gossip. And I don't have time to read all of them in one podcast, but I wanted to share a few of those with you. From a Christian's perspective, it is so easy to be drugged into a conversation that quickly turns into gossip. And I think a lot of times as Christians, we justify gossip in our own minds by saying well, I was seeking godly counsel or by saying I just needed to vent. And so I want to clarify. And when I say these things, I'm speaking to myself here. This is something the Lord convicted me of and is convicting me of. But we need to have a clear definition of godly counsel and what the difference between that and gossip is. Because the Bible does talk about seeking godly counsel. Um, and we can go to the Lord in prayer, that should be our first way of venting, is venting to the Lord. We don't have to hide from Him. We don't have to have any secrets with Him. We can go to the Lord with our emotions and all of us and just share it all with Him. So we should be doing that to vent. Um, And then seeking godly counsel is a good thing, and we should do that. But here's the thing about seeking godly counsel. When we seek godly counsel, there's several kind of boundaries and qualifications that we need to to establish to figure out what godly counsel is. Number one, it needs to be a godly person. And a godly person, if we go to a godly person and we start sharing a situation with them or sharing something that's bothering us with them, that godly person, if they have wisdom and discernment, is going to very quickly stop the conversation the second that it turns into gossip and not just What should I do from a biblical perspective about this? The second that it starts turning into you slandering someone else's name or you killing someone's reputation or you talking bad and down about someone else instead of just trying to share a situation and ask for help in that situation from a biblical perspective, the second you start to do those things, if you are seeking true godly counsel, that godly counselor is going to stop you and say, hey, let's not let the conversation turn into gossip. Let's stick to the facts. Let's stick to what happened. And let's not base someone's entire character off this one situation. A godly counselor is going to do that. They're going to stop you. So if you're going to someone and saying it's godly counsel and they're not someone who would stop you the second it turned into you slandering someone's name, then that's not actually godly counsel. So it needs to be a godly person who would stop you if it turned into gossip. It needs to be someone who actually is going to have wisdom in that particular situation. Sometimes we say, I'm seeking godly counsel, and it's like your best friend who just wants to vent with you. And sometimes your best friend can be godly counsel if they are a true godly person, and maybe they have wisdom in that situation. Like if they fall into these qualifications, if they would stop you when it turns into gossip, then they may be the right person to go to. But you're going to them for that godly counsel, not for a conversation to have about someone else to slam someone else's name and to spread rumors and lies about someone else. Like that is not the purpose of godly counsel. And so we cannot hide behind the facade of godly counsel and it actually be gossip because gossip divides. Gossip tears people apart. Gossip hurts friendships. And ultimately, gossip can divide the body of Christ. And that should break our hearts. I have heard of and seen and read so many stories of churches that have literally split. And it all started with gossip. Think about that for a second. Your words have power. Just like the we read in Proverbs that life and death are in the power of the tongue. That includes spiritual life and spiritual death. The things that we say... We may not feel like it's a big deal in the moment. We may feel like we're just sharing. We're just venting. We're just getting it out. And we just kind of get roped into this conversation because someone else says, oh, did you hear about them? Or what did they say? Can you believe they did this? Let me tell you what happened. I have some tea for you. Like it all starts with this fun conversation. Uh, Feels like it's just all lighthearted and not really a big deal. But so quickly it trickles into Something that absolutely kills and divides. And that's how Satan works. He is in disguise trying to make it feel like it's no big deal whatsoever, but he knows the power in our words and he uses that to divide the body of Christ. And that's why we have to be so diligent to not allow ourselves to go into that conversation of gossip and to stop it when it gets to us. Let's be a people, let's be Christians. That when gossip comes towards us because it will, because it's a natural human thing to gossip, that when gossip gets to us, that's where it ends. And that's where unity begins. That's what it means to walk in the spirit of the Lord and to be someone who walks in this uprightness that we discussed earlier. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no tailbearer, strife ceases. That's Proverbs 26 verse 20. Where there is no tellbearer, it ends. So if it comes down the line to you and you end it there, you could be the catalyst for unity. How cool is that? You could be the catalyst for unity. You could be where gossip ends. So how do we do that? How do we take the conversation a different route when we're around someone who is a gossip or we're in a situation where it's very easy? There's certain people that when you get around them, you just want to gossip. And it's not that that person is necessarily a gossip or that person is bad or that you're necessarily a gossip or you're bad. But it's just like when you two get into a a room together, all you want to do is talk about other people. You know who that person is for you. So how do we keep that from happening? Well, number one, if we're in the middle of this conversation and we're we're in an environment where other people are beginning to gossip and share things and spread lies and rumors, we can begin to completely kind of ignore it and change the conversation. And I've actually done this. People will be like, hey, have you heard what happened here? Did you see what she did? And I will literally just kind of be like, oh, no, I didn't hear about that. And then I'll immediately change the conversation to something else. I'll be like, hey, did you... Did you get your homework done? If it's, you know, someone that I'm in a class with or I'll change it to something that's not gossip. Just something else that we could talk about. I have literally <laughs> been in a car before with someone and this was happening and I was trying to figure out what to change the conversation to and I started talking about the sky. I was like, oh, look at the sky. It's so pretty. And I was like, wow, I'm desperate at this point. But I knew that if I allowed myself to go into that conversation, I was going to trickle into gossip and that that divides and that is not of the Holy Spirit and that is not how I walk as a Christian. And so I changed the conversation. And you may have to do it several times. You may have to, you may feel rude because you may be like, they're really wanting to talk and I'm kind of just being short and ending the conversation, but that's okay. It's okay to end the conversation there and then try to start up a new conversation about something different. Um, And if that person just keeps persisting, then sometimes there's a need, if you are able to, to get yourself out of that environment. Be like, hey, I'm sorry, I've got to run or, you know, whatever. And, And sometimes you even need to just say, I really don't want to talk bad about this person. Sometimes you just be honest and sometimes you just say I really don't feel like we need to be talking about this person I don't think that's a good thing to do and that'll end it it may be a little bit awkward sometimes we feel the pressure to gossip because we feel like it's going to make us popular and if we can talk bad about another person then for some reason we think that builds us up and That is a huge heart issue of insecurity and not finding your confidence in Christ. And so that's a whole nother conversation when gossip comes from that heart of, hey, I need to put someone else down so that I can feel better and look good and be popular. Um, I would say to that person, man, find your identity in the Lord and don't worry about what other people think about you. Live according to God's word and worry only about how you are walking according to his will. And when that happens, then everything changes. So that is a whole nother, potentially a whole nother podcast episode, finding identity in Christ. Um, But remember, where there is no wood, the fire goes out. Where there is no tailbearer, the gossip ends. Um, You cannot help what people say about you, but you can live your life in such a way that it's not true. And gossip absolutely divides, and it is a tool that Satan uses. Do not fall into that trap. Be a catalyst for unity, and if gossip comes to you, let it end with you. And then people are going to talk about you. It's going to happen. But you can live your life in such a way that you are making a liar out of them. And you are walking in so much uprightness, just as Daniel did, where they cannot actually look at your life and find the faults that other people are claiming. And so that's just a little conversation on gossip. There is so much more that the Bible says about it. I could do an entire part two episode on this. Um, But in closing, I want to read a passage to you. This is Titus chapter three, and I'm going to start in verse one, and I'm going to read through verse seven. It says, remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceiving, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Christ Jesus, our Savior, that having been justified by His grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. I read this passage because it starts out talking about gossip and how we are not called into gossip. We should not speak evil of anyone. We should be kind to one another. We should be loving. We should be peaceable. And then it talks about how, yes, at one point, you were like the world and you were given into gossip and hatefulness and rudeness and disunity. But you are no longer that person in Christ because he has redeemed us. And through his work on the cross and the power of the Holy Spirit, you can walk in this uprightness and you have the ability to live according to God's word. And that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing that we have the ability through our words to bring life, but also to bring death. And we need to be very careful with that. We can be where gossip ends. We can be where unity begins. That is actually a very high calling. And so I want to encourage you, go out, live your life in such a way that what people say about you, the wrong things people say about you, the rumors people say about you are not true. And be a catalyst for unity. If gossip comes to you, let it end with you. I hope this was an encouraging podcast. Again, there's so much more on this. Highly suggest a topical study on gossip. You could just go to like the Bible app and search in gossip and it's gonna bring up tons of verses. That's a great place to begin. Um, Again, we have so many resources on rblministries.com, Bible studies, blog posts, all the things. It's a great community. If you haven't yet, be sure to go on there, subscribe to our newsletter, join our community on Instagram. We would love to have you. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the RBL Ministries podcast. If you would like to connect with us more, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Pinterest at RBL Ministries. You can also find more resources like Bible studies, Bible study notepads, conversation starters, blog posts, and community at rblministries.com. We drop new episodes every single Wednesday and we're so excited to have you in the RBL community.